0: Welcome to the Odyssey Podcasts. This is Jean Cavellos, Director of the Odyssey Writing Workshop's Charitable Trust. The Odyssey Writing Workshop is an intensive six week program for writers of fantasy, science fiction, and horror whose work is approaching publication quality and for published writers who want to improve their work. Odyssey is held each summer on the campus of St. Anselm College in Manchester, New Hampshire. Adult writers from all over the world apply. Only 15 are admitted. Top authors, editors, and agents serve as guest lecturers. For more information, visit www.odysseyworkshop.org. Podcast 89 is an excerpt from a lecture by Brendan Dubois at Odyssey 2015 on the fantastic world of the short story. The text of this recording is copyright 2015 by Brendan Dubois. The sound recording is copyright 2016 by Odyssey Writing Workshops Charitable Trust.
1: We're going to talk today about the fantastic world of short story. Why is it fantastic? Well, short stories have a connection here with science fiction because really, the modern science fiction era began in 1926 when Hugo Gernsback, of which the Hugo Award is named for, founded Amazing Stories. There had been science fiction stories before, Edgar Allan Poe, H.P. Lovecraft early on, but really the art of the modern science fiction short story began in 1926. And soon after Amazing Stories, other pulps began arriving. Short stories really took off in the 1930s and 1940s, early 1950s. In fact, some people still call that the Golden Age of short fiction for science fiction, which I disagree. I think the golden age is whatever age you currently are inhabiting. <laughs> and what I'm going to do today is talk about the structure of the short story, why I think it's important to, to work on short stories. And if you look back at all the novelists and writers, a lot of them began in science fiction on the short story side of the field. You know, your Heinlein, your Clark, your Asma, your Bradbury, all through have gone through short stories. It's a great way to start. Why short stories? Well, you're not going to get fame. Well, you might get little fame, but you're not going to get fortune. But what you'll get, you'll get practice. You'll get practice in getting a skill out. You'll get practice at getting your words done. You'll get your skill in telling a story in a short area, and you'll have a skill set of sending your stuff out to editors. If you decided right now that your writing will be for you, yourself, and your family for the rest of your lives, that's fine. If that's the writing that you want, go for it. Who's going to stop you? But if you want to be a professionally published author, someone who puts his or her story out there to be looked at by editors and readers and that sort of thing, one of the things you're going to learn is rejection. And we say again, rejection, 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 rejection. Yesterday, I got rejected by Asimov Science Fiction Magazine. This morning, sitting on my bed at the Hampton and the Suites, I opened my email and found another rejection. It's part of the writing process. I have had a hundred 49 short stories, either published or accepted since I've been writing, I probably had triple that amount in rejections. It's a process. Why short stories? For one thing, it's a great way to practice your craft where you have, I'm starting this on Thursday. I will be finished with it in two weeks. That is very cheerful. That's very good stuff. I will finish the story. It also allows you to play around with genres and characters. That's the kind of thing you can experiment with and risk in a short story that maybe you don't want to risk in a novel. If you going to write, say to yourself, "I'm going to write, you know, a 15-page story. I'm going to write it from the point of view of an 89-year-old man." It would be kind of nerve-wracking to start saying, "I'm going to do that in a novel." Right? I'm going to sit down and spend the next year, 350 pages, on a short story that allows you to experiment experiment with genres. I've written mystery short stories, I've written thriller short stories, I've written fantasy, I've written horror, I've written science fiction, I've learned everything from that. I even wrote a Western. uh, Someone asked me to submit a story to an anthology of Western short stories, but it was an exercise. I learned something from it. I learned research, I learned how to find out what were the rangers like back then. Anything you learn as a writer is not wasted learning, even though it may seem so at the time. So when you're writing a short story, You're challenging yourself to tell a tale in restricted format, but also you're telling yourself, I can stretch myself here, I can experiment, and it's not like I'm going to dedicate a year and it may not turn out well at the very end. You can experiment. Some of the more basic things about short fiction is it's a great way to get sales, it's a great way to get knowledge of other writers, it's a great way to go somewhere and someone says, well, you're a writer. What have you written or published a lot of? like, sold this story. I sold that story. I'm working on a novel. And I'm tell you, that makes all the difference in the world. But getting sales, getting recognition, it can help you get contacts other parts of the writing, contacts with other editors, contacts with agents. It's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. But it's the kind of thing, again, that you get recognition, you get publication, a little spending cash. But the investment you make into short fiction can really pay off. can really, really pay off. Now, what I'm going to do is what I call my liquor store robbery theory of short story writing. This is what I wrote when I was starting off in mystery writing. So, if there's anybody here who's been a victim of liquor store robbery, I apologize in advance. Writing a short story, writing any short story, is all about robbing a liquor store. One, know your target. So, a successful robber will know his or her target. Shouldn't know what the story is when it's open, when it's closed, what the hours are. That's my target. Your target are the markets, the short story markets. Never, ever, ever, even though I broke that rule, never, ever, ever submit a story to a market that you don't know. If you want to write a short story and you want to submit it to um, Analog or asmos or any of the online science fiction markets, read them. See what worked for stories that were bought. Read them, of course, for the pleasure of reading, but step back, put on your technical hat and say, okay, why? Why did this story make it? You notice that magazines don't all publish the same type of short fiction. They vary because they have different types of readers. Look to see if there are stories there that sort of match what you'd like to write about. Dissect it. Hold it apart. What's working here? What is not working? What would make my story be as good enough to be published in this magazine or this form? So know your target. Know what they're looking for. Um, many, many years ago, I'd sold a story to Playboy magazine, which I still laugh about because it gave my dad an excuse to buy the magazine and say he was buying it for the articles. (laughs) Um, I was in New York City at the Edgar Allan Poe Awards, and the fiction editor for Playboy, who happened to be a woman, Alice Turner, invited me out to lunch, so I went up to her offices and said, even though it's Playboy magazine and they published contemporary fiction, you know, literary fiction and genre fiction, we don't believe the amount of stuff that just came across Transom that had nothing to do. No, thirty thousand word romances, and twenty thousand word sword and sorcery. People who don't know the markets, don't know the target, don't do that. If you're going to write a short fiction and you want to get to a market, know what the market is, know what your target is. Second point is, go in and hit them hard. Meaning, a successful short story writer starts off with a bang. You got to start off quick. You got to start off and catch the attention of the reader. It's a competition. Remember that, it's a competition. You're competing against A, the editor who has received a hundred other manuscripts that week. B, you're competing against the reader who's picked up the magazine, flipping through which stories they want to read. They're on the bus, they're getting ready for a bed, they're waiting for the dryer. That's your competition. What makes your story stand out from everybody else? Now, looking back at my story, Illusions of Tranquility, Let's see. I'm just going to read the first two sentences here. I was covered with dust, working hard on the HVAC series, 412 air filter series, from the good folks at 3M, carefully vacuuming each side. When the telltale rang from my tube, telling me I had a visitor, I called out, Minerva, no visitors, all right. And my homegirl acknowledged with a couple of beeps. And I went back to work, knowing that Minerva had now lit my Do Not Disturb bar outside. What does that tell you? It's an narrator. It's first person. She's involved in some sort of technical exercise. She is living in an environment where her... She doesn't live in an apartment or a house or a cottage. She lives in a tube. And she has a home based computer system that will do voice recognition. All those three things and more in two sentences. Hopefully, you get the reader's attention and say, hey, something funky is happening here. I want to know more. What's going on? So you hit them hard. You don't hesitate. If a liquor store robber goes in and starts fumbling and mumbling, the clerk will ignore them or walk away or call the cops but you have to get in and grab their attention. Grab them by the throat, punch them in the face, get their attention. The second paragraph, don't punch them as hard, but still get their attention. Don't go into words of leisurely long explanations of what's going on. You have to make a hook paragraph, but you've got to balance it off. You don't want to be ridiculous. I don't mean to ridiculous. You know, a hook paragraph could be something like, Bang, 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 bang. Six shots ripped into my groin. I was often the greatest adventure of my life. <laughs> okay, that's silly. Right? It's a hook, but it's silly. But your job as an author, you have many jobs. One is to go you know, do a tale, do a story, is to get the reader's attention right the beginning. If you grab it and you hold on to it the first paragraph or two, they're yours. Next theory of short story writing. Don't waste time. Tell your story. What is the story? Who are your characters? If your story needs three characters to tell a tale, don't clog it up with six. Each part of a short story has to contribute to the overall tale. The sentence, the dialogue, the scenery—everything has to contribute to what is going on. What is the message? What is the story? What's going on? Um, Robert Heinlein had a great analogy, which I shall steal. He said, "Imagine an outboard motor." Okay. What's the job for an outboard motor? Propel the boat, right? So when you're designing your outboard motor, you got the propeller, you got the engine up here. He said, well, why don't you put a part of plant up here? You know? <laughs> or put streamers here,
0: <laughs> or
1: maybe a goldfish bowl over here. You're adding that, but why? Does it add to the purpose of what the engine does? Does it add to the purpose of what the, the story is? Each piece of dialogue, each scenery, each everything, has to work in a short story to tell the story. You can't have wasted descriptions. You can't have wasted characters. You've got to bear down and get to what the story is all about. And the last thing about liquor store theory of robbery is when you're done, you're done. Get out. Wrap it up. Don't spend three or four paragraphs reflecting over what has happened before, what has gone on before who's involved, what's involved. When you're done, you're done. Wrap it up, get it done. But make it a satisfactory ending, which does not have to be a happy ending. I've written many a mystery story where the bad guy or bad girl gets away. That's fine. Not all the stories have to have happy endings, but they have to have satisfactory endings where the reader will say, I get it. I may not like it. I may not agree with it. I get it. So wrap it up and get out. So that's my liquor store theory of writing short fiction so you want to sit down to get an idea for a short story first thing you got to come up with okay what's the story i want to tell which is of course the plot and then who tells the tale which is your character or characters now when you sit down how do you know when you sit down that the short story is going to end up being a short story not a novel (laughs) yeah Um, you have to be firm. You have to be disciplined. You have to say, this is going to be a short story. You have to have one or two ideas. You don't let big ideas roll into it. You're writing a short story. You're writing something quick. And what is your story? The whole purpose of the story is to get your character into trouble or a conflict or something and continue it. Deepen it. With each paragraph of your short story, with each page of your short story, reveal things, twist things, get them into trouble. The resolution of the story, of course, is getting them off the tree. Remember what I said earlier? They can be happy endings and not so happy endings. The purpose of the story is to tell the tale, such that when the reader is done, says, "Okay, that was a nice story. I learned something like A, B, or C. But the purpose is to get your character into trouble. And it can be any kind of trouble, emotional trouble, psychological trouble, aliens with laser cannon. I mean, there's got to be some sort of trouble that they're in, something that makes the reader identify with him or her your heroine or hero. But again, remember the outboard mention. Keep things to a purpose where they are telling and helping your story. Not that they're just there for decoration or because you enjoy telling the tale. That's what you start off with is what's your story and who are the people populating it and how does it end? And then you start off. Read stories and say, okay, I'm reading this story. I'm enjoying the story. Why am I enjoying the story? So part of you now when you're reading is you have to be now a technician, looking at a car, taking it apart. What's making it work? What's not making it work? What's going on?
0: The text of this recording is copyright 2015 by Brendan Dubois. The sound recording is copyright 2016 by Odyssey Writing Workshop's Charitable Trust.